Welcome to Sweet Talk. This broadcast is brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversational. We will be having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. Now, let's get started with Sweet Talk. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is, uh, I'm Jason Batalden. I'm the Assistant Director at Continuing Education Workforce Training, uh, which we lovingly refer to as SWEET. So uh, we're here for our podcast. Uh, we got a couple people here we want uh, to introduce you to today. First of all, uh, we want to introduce you to Paul. Paul Dickey's our, hi, Paul, what's your title? I have my I know, no, no, I want to know your title for podcast. What, what are you? Are you the producer? Are you the, are you oh. just the everything guy? What, what is I'm, your title? I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the video guy. I'm the audio guy. I'm the everything guy. I'm the making sure that I'm the guy you blame when something doesn't work. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. And our guest today is Walter. Walter, how are you? I am good, fellas. I'm good, Idaho. I'm good, everybody. Very good. All right. Well, Walter, we're glad to have you on the show today. Uh, we're coming to you, uh, our audience, our faithful five listeners. I know we have more than five, but I just like the number five, so we stick with this five. Um, but we're coming to you today from our own private residences um, as we're continuing to deal with the, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic that is uh, changing the way we live and probably changing the way we define reality. So um, we're going to get started. And when I say welcome, oh, shoot. See, Paul, this isn't your fault. I wish I could blame you. When I say welcome, <laughs> we got 20 minutes to go. <laughs> Walter, Walter Kindle here with Black Art, Black Art Inc. Uh, Walter, please, man, take over for just a minute and let me shut up and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Walter Colise Kendall. Um, I'm originally from... Florence, Alabama, born and raised. Been in Idaho for about 20 years now, loving the place, uh, loving the environment. But um, the biggest part where I love right now is my art in Idaho, my art in Pocatello, my art in Bannon County. Um, I've been painting, I've been sketching, I've been drawing since I was seven years old. My mom's an artist, my mom, Margaret. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, she taught me. She taught me how to draw stick figures, and that's where it started. A plain, ordinary stick figure. But from there, man, I realized that art was therapeutic. Art was my nature. Art gave me a voice. So from there, you know, I've taken um, that passion, that voice, to Black Ink Arts. Right now, I'm currently on Facebook. Uh, under Black Ink Arts, I'm on um, Instagram under, under Walter Kendall. Um, website will be dropping this week, so it's gonna be Black Ink Arts. Well, all my art is gonna be on there. All uh, right. my illustration, uh, my concepts. Right now, even on the uh, character development, uh, signature character development through Black Ink Arts. 
for the my signature art series that I'm running right now. But um, primarily, y'all, it's acrylic paint and black ink. The black ink, that's my, that's my go-to. That's my signature move. That's my finishing move, like on video games and wrestling. That's my finishing move. It's my signature stamp because that black ink, the way it saturates the illustration, the way I can put that detail in it, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. I love it. And uh, Walter, I, I've seen your artwork, and, and uh, it is a very illustrative style, isn't it? It is. It is. And that illustrative style comes from me just daydreaming. When I have an idea, the art idea, that first inspiration of what to paint, that's where my, my, my imagination is running wild. I mean, if I think about, I was talking to my daughter last night, and uh, she was saying that she wanted to paint a skateboard. And I was telling her that initial thought, right when you say, I want to paint a skateboard, that's art. That's the beauty part of art right there. And that development of the idea, the daydreaming, the inspiration, the color, the design, the application, the finishing part, all that is art, all that is that therapeutic love. Man, check this out. So when I was seven years old, mom taught me how to draw stick figures. About a month later, my mom gets called in uh, at a parent-teacher's conference. Uh, they was like, Miss Margaret, uh, we'd like to talk about your son. Um, and then they pulled out all my sketches, all my illustrations. <laughs> oh, no. That's great. That's great. I mean, I had stiff figures on spaceships going to the moon. I had an epic, like, stick figure war for World War Three. Art, art is therapeutic for me. I mean, it's, it's my cool. life, it's my passion, it's my vibe. Black Ink Arts right now is giving back to art to show uh, their appreciation. And I want to I wanna teach. I want to talk to people that are artists because as soon as I talk to someone that has that same passion, I'm inspired. Right on. Yeah, so so teaching for the sort of because of the inspiration, not only of uh, assuming to give back a little bit, but just the process and that and that experience is also inspirational for you as well. That's pretty cool. It is. Yeah. It is. So um, our, our connection here at Sweet is kind of interesting because uh, our catalog for our summer courses is dropping out uh, is coming out uh, Monday. Uh, well, Monday, May third. So uh, it will, our catalog will be online when this podcast airs. And right there in the cover, right there in the cover of our catalog this year, um, Walter was really, really super cool and uh, allowed us to use uh, one of his images, uh, one of his draw, uh, our, our artistry, his painting is uh, the, I, I, is it a painting? I, I, I am so ignorant. So do I call it a drawing? Do I call it a painting? Do I call it a piece? What do you want me to call, call it, it, Walter? Call it everything. Call it everything <laughs> that you just said. <laughs> because that's... Go ahead, Paul. 
I, I, I mean, I would say it's um, kind of a multimedia illustration. And you know what, Paul? That's why I love you, man. You know how to break <laughs> it down. You know how to break it down. And that's exactly what it is. Um, where I say I use acrylic ink and, uh, excuse me, acrylic paint and ink, I'm using colored pencils. I'm using chalk. I'm using um, anything watercolor. I'm using anything I could get my hands on to create. Now you're using all those different formats because each for, each uh, each medium will give you a different result. Is that correct? That's exactly what it is. You know, um, with art, I have a theory. I have a saying I've been saying for years. I'm always the student, never the professor. And I think if you're bold enough to say that I'm humbled enough to a profession, you will always learn. And when I'm always learning, I'm always trying to apply different media to get that end result. So yes, um, watercolor, color pencils, pastels, those are all tools so that I can be able to create that last end product. Like even right now, I'm working on um, wood burning. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, wood burning is going to be the new trade. I've been I've worked on it a little bit of 2019, and I got a pretty good grasp of it. But to fully dive into a discipline like that, it takes time. And that's what I was telling my daughter last night is like when you do art, it's a discipline. With that discipline, with that learning a medium, eventually it becomes an art. It's like it's like kung fu. Like there's a kung fu. <laughs> like if you're doing like um, tiger kung fu, right? You learn that martial discipline. And you learn it over time. And throughout time, it becomes, it, it becomes a martial art. Um, like a discipline. Yeah, exactly. But through that discipline, it takes time. It takes knowing that product, knowing that fighting style to be able to get to that point where it becomes art. And that's why I love art. And that's why it's so therapeutic for me. Because it lets me learn as a student. And I will so, always learn. And I have a, uh, one question for uh, Walter is, who are some of your inspirations? Um, uh, I'd I really like to see, hear who, ins what artists inspired you um, to see where, how you get, get to where you are. Now, that's a deep question. <laughs> that's a very deep question. And this is where, this is where I say it's deep because I'm gonna go to, to Leonardo da Vinci. Okay. Because Leonardo da Vinci, he just wasn't a master of one trade. He was the master of all trades. And having that insatiable urge to learn, that's why I'm inspired by Leonardo da Vinci. Now, there's a couple of different artists that I look at contemporary right now. Uh, there's a guy that I really love. I've been watching his art currently right now is David Lazot. Um, oh, okay. He's out of um, California. The guy is always drawing, always creating, always feeding that urge, that insatiable um, passion. 
David Lazo is my inspiration. Leonardo da Vinci is my inspiration. Um, so they say. Where, go ahead. No. What, I, what about when you were a kid? Um, any? Did anyone like? Was it your mom? Oh, see, why are you pulling at my heartstrings like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so my mom just recently moved to Idaho from Alabama. Oh. And um, oddly enough, she was at the initial meeting where I got the opportunity for these continuous education workforce training. That's where I got the invite to do the interview that's lady right down to the podcast. So my mom was at the um, Port Neuf Brew, um, Brew Fest that was in December. My mom was there for the first time, fellas. My mom was there to see my adult art because I hadn't seen my mom in 20 years. Oh, my wow. goodness. And and she comes in and, and, and you were had a showing at the Port Neuf Valley exactly. Brew Festival? And exactly. she comes and sees it. Nice. Exactly. Oh, that had to be pretty cool. That was a cool moment, wasn't it? You know, it's like that one moment when you draw something and you bring it from school and you bring it home to mom and say, hey, mom, look. Look what I drew. Look what I painted for you. Look what I drew for you. That's the way the show was. I mean, man, I was like a, I was like a seven-year-old kid again saying, mom, look at what you have taught me, though. Look at what you have taught me. Look where you have taught me. Look where you have uh, given me that gift. This is where I'm showing that gift. And that, that gift showed back to the community currently right now through Black Ink Arts. I do the Black Ink Art movement. The movement is giving back to the community. So every painting that I sell, I give 10% back to the community. Through oh, wow. um, fundraising, um, through benefits, currently right now, when I sell a painting, I'm getting, giving that money to New Horizons um, High School for their art supplies. But we'll see what happens with this COVID-19, where school has been canceled until the end of the year. Yeah, um, yeah, this, this is a new reality. I mean, and that, we can't ignore it, right? We can't ignore what uh, is going on in the world around us. But, but I guess what I'm getting a little inspired just listening to you today is, is you know we keep pushing through right and your your art your art goes on and you're gonna have to what however COVID-19 is is changing your reality right the reality of the way you live with your you know your family the way you work the way you the way you um, live your life and yet your art is that constant stream through it right because that's your passion and I think that's that's that is that's inspiring to me because I think that's a message that we really need to be communicating is, you know, yeah, our reality changes, but our passions are gonna be what draw us through this and draw us together. You know, my passion um is fueled by emotion. <laughs> Let me give you an example. Right now, once we went into quarantine, uh the stress levels for me, instantly I had an artist block. Really? Instantly. Yeah, just because, you know, um, this is one of those life moments like 9-11 that made me look at my family structure. 
um, how safe is my family? Mm. Um, how prepared financially is my family? Uh, that immediate concern gave me artist block. Um, I really didn't have to look at the sketches from previous, even my previous paintings, to get me through that stress. To say, okay, you know, even when I'm stressed in the past, I still was able to paint. This is a monumental, stressful situation. Still keep painting, still keep illustrating, still keep driving yourself, because that's what's pulling me through. I tell you, fellas, when I had that epiphany and how to get through coping with this quarantine, automatically that stress was relieved. Because I right. knew that I could get through that stress through painting. You know, and that's why um, I enjoy talking to other artists, other people that have that passion. Because I think through community also, mm -hmm. I get through that stress. And this is hey. personal. Right. Can we talk about that? I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you struck a chord right there that I really want to connect with. The artist community just in Pocatello alone, that, that's a thriving, vibrant bunch. Is, is, is that who you're kind of referring to when you, you yes. say that? Yeah, yes, that's yes. Yes, because um, it's what they say, steel sharpens steel, diamonds sharpens diamonds. You know, when I'm in that community spirit with having that like-minded um, individual, even just even having being in a simple space with someone, it's infectious to me. You know, because I know that they have a passion, they have that discipline, they're working on that art, they're working on that trade, that skill. So when they say, "Hey, I'm working on pottery," well, even I'm a, even if I'm a musician or if someone rock climbs just if someone has a passion instantly i'm inspired and then i'm mm -hmm. trying to i'm trying to gather from them sharpens uh, like steel sharpens steel diamond sharpens diamond. So you draw energy an from them exactly so let me give you an example for the class the illustration class is going to be july um july 9th until the end of july i think july 30th right okay so the class, we might not even get to illustrating. We might just be talking the whole time. <laughs> I, I want to be in that community spirit. Um, let's just talk. Let's get ideas out and see what happens. Let's just see what art happens. But I really want that fellowship. Right. And I think... That fellowship is therapeutic. That ther that fellowship is therapeutic for Bannon County. It's therapeutic yeah. for everyone, and I believe uh, that's the focus of the class. Sure. Well, and I think that's the other great point, right? Too is sometimes we get this notion of artists, whatever their medium may be, are sort of these introverted, sort of isolationists, mm -hmm. you know. That uh, you know, but no, that's that's not at all. I mean, uh, you you kind of nailed it right on the head. There is is that. You draw inspiration from one another. You, your creativity is fed and encouraged by one another. And, um, you know, and, and that, I guess that just is uh, really encouraging for me to hear and, and to hear that, you know, that's how that works for you. And I think that's how that works for, I, I, I don't have the medium uh, of my passion to be something to share uh, in the way that uh, you do, or even I, Paul, 
you guys haven't figured it out yet. Paul's an artist as well, but he would never call himself that. But <laughs> no, I would never call myself that. <laughs> but he is. He is. Um, but you know that that's neat how that kind of that 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 passion, regardless of the medium, inspires mm -hmm. inspires you know you individually. Exactly, and you know, um, so I was talking to my daughter last night about passion, about art. And I, we talked about the art teacher. Hmm. So art teachers, art teachers are probably one of the most underrated teachers uh, within the school system. Now, give me an example. So say, for instance, you have an art class. And you walk in the art class, and you have a student that wants to do pottery. You have a student that wants to do illustration. You have a student that wants to do uh, oil. You have a student that wants to do mixed media, you have a student who wants to do performing arts, for instance, that art teacher has to be a jack of all trades to be able to give that student guidance, to take all that passion and, um, and focus it and express. So passion, focus it, express. Passion, also, they, focus it. also, they need to know art history as well. <sighs> you know, art history, um, color theory, um, and even like I said, funneling all that passion. Now, I'm, uh, I'm a math teacher. Excuse me, math teachers. I'm not discrediting <laughs> your your training. We got to put, put a little Go asterisk ahead. on this one. We got to put a little thing that says, uh, you know, sweet does not endorse. <laughs> math is important. Math is important. And so well, is we'll English. Check it out. No, no. Because <laughs> a math teacher has to teach a student A, uh, a plus B equals C, right? Uh, our teacher has to say all these traits, all these skills, this is how to focus it. This is how to express and this is how to be your own person within that trait, within that art. I'm a reckless individual. I was when I was a kid. Very reckless. But the only one that truly uh, focused me was Miss Weatherford. Miss Weatherford, she was my art teacher at Bradshaw High School. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I am not cutting you off on Miss Weatherford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that to her. My, I, I have a feeling that you caused that woman a lot of grief. But she, oh. <laughs> she must have loved you. She must have loved you dearly. Oh, you know, I would skip, I would skip all my other class and just go to her class. And I would wash her paintbrushes. I was, uh, <laughs> I was organizing like the, uh, the colored paper, the construction paper. But she was, she was my inspiration, Paul. Paul, Jason, Patricia Weatherford, Bradshaw High School. She was it. And you know, to look back and say, you know, she gave me the inspiration. That's what I'm trying to do with this illustration class at, uh, at ISU. Right. I want to be just a small token to someone's history in art. That's it. There you go. There you go. Excellent. Excellent. There you go, Walter. Man, that was awesome. Look, I got to throw a plug in. Your class starts July 9th. It's in our summer catalog. Um, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you, um, uh, it's for teenagers, correct, Walter? 
It's for teenagers, yes. Yeah, yeah um, right. So if you're, if you've got a teenager or, or that's ready to, you know, find it maybe a new way to express themselves or kind of learn something new, um, please, 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 please check out that class in our catalog. Um, Paul's raising his hand. Uh, I'll get to you in a second, Paul. I just want to make sure where you find the catalog is cetrain.isu.edu. That is C E train.isu.edu and paul what do you got to add so um if you're listening to this on uh, spotify or soundcloud and just enjoying the audio um we're gonna please remember that we have a video of this and on that video i'm gonna um, put some pictures of um uh, walter's uh, art up so that you can see, see it as we go through the podcast yes we are that is absolutely <laughs> walter how does somebody get a hold of you if they want to get reach out to you directly? Um, I mean, we'll help them. Please look us up again at cetrain.isu.edu. But Walter, how does someone get a hold of you directly? Let's keep it plain and simple. Just hit me up on Black Ink Arts Facebook. Walk to Kindle through Instagram. Links to the website are going to be through the Facebook. Facebook is my platform, y'all. That's where, that's where everything is everything. So Facebook, Black Ink Arts, the Black Ink Movement is ready just to lay back, chill, have some good time with some people, create, inspire, live and love. And and, black ink arts. and and I just want to throw this out too, and I know you're you, it's Black Ink Art, um, but the colors that you use in hey. some of your in some of your pieces are just absolutely fantastic. They, uh, I, it was hard for us to do them justice in the photos, wasn't it, Paul? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very vibrant, <laughs> um, and it's hard to reproduce that in a printed uh, catalog. Yeah. So, look, <laughs> Walter, we're going to uh, we're gonna have you back on the show at some point, if you're yes. cool with that. Absolutely. Um, I, I want to have that conversation. What was her name, Mrs. Weatherbird? Weatherbird? What Patricia was her name? Weatherford. 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 Yes. I, uh, you know, that's very, that's a great story. And what a great thing that, to remind ourselves that uh, we can make a difference in, in people's lives and have a long lasting impact when we take that moment to do so. So. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Walter, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Um, and you're awesome. And uh, your artwork is awesome. And uh, this was a great 20 minutes. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Walter. Thank you. Thank you.